Step right up, folks. Come one, come all. Hear about the most fantastical stories for circus performers from yesteryear. We have the mule-faced woman in tent one. Stay tuned. Hello, curiosity seekers. Welcome to Dissecting Medical History. I'm Ange. I'm a travel nurse, medical history enthusiast, and your host. Please note this is not in any way medical advice. If you have anything that's ever discussed in any of the podcast episodes, please seek medical attention. Now, let's get this story started. Welcome back to another carnival-themed episode. Today we're featuring, first, a woman named Grace McDaniels. She was born March 17th, 1888, St. Patty's Day. Yes, I knew that date sounded familiar. In Numa, Iowa, when she was young, she tried to hide this port wine stain that she had on her face. When she became a little older, she would try to hide it with makeup, and then she tried to wear a veil over it. And then when it just became overgrown, she had some overgrowth on her face, In her 30s, she just said, okay, forget it. I'm just resigning, and she was going to benefit from these looks. So she started to do exhibitions. One was the Chicago's World Fair in 1933. A reporter wrote, this is no fake because the lady did look exactly like a mule, and she could flap her lower lip in a way that made this boy from Mexico began to cry and be homesick for home. Okay, there's a lot wrong with that report. <laughs> a little bit. Well, just, yeah, some uh, racism going on in just, there. Yeah, and like, right? Okay. It's really hard to describe this one. She has a full set of hair, but her face is where it all goes wrong. She has an elongated face, a very large forehead, Her eyes are very hard to see because there's like skin overlapping them. In a lot of pictures, she does wear glasses and you you can see her eyes. But one of the worst pictures, I think one later life, it was really hard to see her her eyes. She had these big wart looking things on her face. Her nose was so bulbous. And you know, if you've seen like W.C. Fields, his nose is bulbous and it's like, like there's little bobbles on the nose, like it's oh, so. I know what you're talking it's about. It's like so yeah. um, bubbly. Yeah, I guess you can call it. That's her. Her nose is like that. And what was really disturbing was her lips. Uh-huh. Her lips were so big. I, it. I thought I looked like she had a sandwich stuffed in her mouth. Oh, but it was actually her lips were so big that it looked like a sandwich. That was being stuffed in her mouth. Like it was just so Hmm. big. All the pictures I saw pretty much were black and white or sepia. And I honestly don't know how she ended up eating. I know that she had trouble speaking later in life, but I don't know how she ate. Am I going to get to see a picture of her? Yeah, I'll show you a picture. I'm definitely going to put one over here. I'm going to put one on Instagram so everyone can see. There you go. But they did call her. I mean, that was her thing in the beginning was the ugliest woman. Aw. They even made replicas of her for Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh. And I think those looked better than what she did in her oh, pictures. Really? Yeah. 
Did she have, because you said she kind of had all this overgrowth of, it sounds like, skin on her face. Was it similar to the elephant man, what he had? No, his was, his was like bone, everything was. Oh, it was everything. Everything. That's right. And hers was more of a skin condition. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit more about. Okay, 1935, I think that makes her around 40. She won the Ugliest Woman Contest, which got her a job with Harry... Lowstein's traveling circus making $175 a week. That is almost $4,000 a week in today's That's money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. They went all over U.S. and Canada, and the Barkers would get people in by calling her the ugly freak or ugly woman or ugliest That's woman. Just not very nice. No. And she would cover her ears because she didn't like hearing all these things about Aww. her. She did not like photographs because she felt like it advertised herself and thereby a lack of self-respect she started asking them to call her the mule-faced woman which i'm telling you i guess that was better than being called she kind of did look like a mule lady yeah because the rest of her didn't look ugly it was just her face she started asking them to call that and then so they did but people would come in to see her and it was common for onlookers to either faint or scream. Oh. Yeah, people can be so dramatic. People, yeah. Come on, She people. got a lot of marriage proposals. It's not... She's making a lot of money. It's not sure if she married, but one article I read said that she was raped by another carnival worker. Oh, that's horrible. And then later, there's a, a flyer that I'm going to talk about. In the description on the bottom, it said she was married and they had a, a boy. Okay. But flyers are usually... Lies. Yeah. So she, she may not have been married. She may well have been raped. No. I don't know the case. Yeah. Either way, she had a boy named Elmer. Okay. Not Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Elmer. Or and Elmer, Elmer was Blue. a really good looking boy. Oh. People said she was a very loving mother and a very sweet person. She was said to have been very resilient and very kind hearted. Elmer ended up being a very good looking boy. And grew up to be his mother's business manager. Okay. But. Hopefully this worked out okay. Looks only take you so far. He was a morphine addict. Oh, no. A gambler. And was physically abusive. Oh, to his mom? Well, I thought it was, I wasn't sure at first if it was his mother. But then later I wrote, I read that it, it was his mother. Oh. I know. And it may not have been just. Physical, I think there was some neglect there too. I'm not sure when it started or what, but he also would steal from her to pay for his gambling debts. Oh, while the girls were becoming so much on her face, it was becoming very hard for her to speak, and she was becoming much more dependent, and she was eventually not able to work anymore, especially since she needed him to help her. Right, he wasn't a very good son or manager. Yeah, doesn't sound like he was. In 1958, at the age of 69, she passed away from unknown causes. Elmer ended up dying very soon after from liver cirrhosis. Uh-huh. So the medical prof- profession thinks that she may have had something called Sturge-Weber syndrome or face syndrome. Uh, P-H-A-C-E. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I said that. I I saw That's it. That's a very original face syndrome. Yeah, face syndrome. Well, I've heard worse. <laughs> I've never he- heard of either of those, though. Alternate. Okay, so face stands for, well, 
what it is, is it alternate rapidly progressive vascular malformation. Malformation. Okay. Or some type of overgrowth syndrome. They they weren't sure, but most people think that it was Sturge Weber syndrome. And a lot of articles I read, they just said it was Sturge Weber. They okay. just came to that conclusion. But most other articles I read said that there was they weren't for sure. It wasn't diagnosed anyway during her lifetime. Right. Which is usually the case for carnival acts because they usually don't go to doctors to get diagnosed or see if they can get fixed. Usually as a child, they're already told that they can't get fixed. Yeah, so they throw they, them into the circus and make money off of right. them. Okay, so Sturge Weber syndrome is a rare neurological disorder present at birth and characterized by a port wine stain oh, birthmark okay. on the forehead and upper eyelid on one side of the face. It also has abnormal blood vessels on the brain's surface and loss of tissue with deposits of calcium in the cerebral cortex of the brain on the same side as the birthmark. Okay. It usually just affects one region. It is not known if Grace had any of these other symptoms, but they include seizures that can worsen with age, which can make sense if the brain is calcifying, right? Right. Intermittent and permanent muscle weakness developmental delays or cognitive impairments, glaucoma, which is an increased pressure on the eye. This can also cause enlarged and bulging eyes, but I told you I couldn't really see your eyes, so it's hard yeah. to tell. But I could definitely see a bulge being there because there was such an undergrowth. You could bulge on the on the inside, right? But Are there's bone. Bulge out like, like in Graves' disease kind of thing? Like they... I'm not sure kind of to what extent, but... If there's bone on the backside, I don't feel like it would bulge that way. Oh, okay. So it'd have to bulge forward. Yeah. And maybe look like Graves' disorder, but yeah, with all of the other symptoms of Graves, it's, you know, it's all these other things. Yeah. Anyway, and the other symptom is migraines. Okay. So today's treatments include laser treatment to remove the lightened or remove the birthmark, mm-hmm. anti-seizure medications, physical therapy for the weakened muscles, and educational therapy for any cognitive issues, and yearly monitoring for glaucoma with an eye doctor. I wonder if taking care of the port wine stain when they're really young helps prevent some of the skin manifestations. It's, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, there is another woman that claims the title of ugliest woman. This one is from the UK. Her name was Mary Ann Bevan. Her disorder was called acromegaly. Okay. While Grace's disorder only affected the face, poor Marianne had a very painful disorder that affected down to the bones. She was born in East London, 1874, almost a decade before Grace. She looked quite lovely in her younger years. At age 29, in 1902, she became a nurse and married a grocer named Thomas Bevan. And they had four children. And I saw a documentary, like a BBC documentary, that said that she had started to suffer from headaches and bone pains prior to her husband Thomas dying suddenly in 1914, and that he didn't mind that her face and her body was becoming disfigured. Like, he didn't mind that he still loved her. And that's what they said in the documentary. But other reports I read said that it didn't really happen until after that. But I... I think it did happen before she started, before he died. Acromegaly is a rare disorder that occurs when your body makes too much growth hormone. Mm -hmm. 
which is produced by the pituitary gland. Pituitary gland. I do know some medical terminology. Believe it or not. I you can say, know a lot of I can say some words. Yeah, but whether or not They're I not can easy say to them. Say. The whether I can say them properly. That's not the important thing. Anyway. I can say In adults, it causes bones, cartilage, body organs, and other tissues to increase in size. The results are hard to miss in a person's appearance. Mm-hmm. Swollen nose, big ears, big hands, big feet. And they usually happened in the middle age. If it happens with children, it's called acromegaly giantism. It's different. Right. Because the difference is the plates have already closed. Oh, yeah. The, on what, the epiphyseal plates right on the, on the bones. It hurts a lot more when they're closed. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Giantism, the plates aren't. She was not that tall but she everything kind of was like she had like stretching those stretching her arms features yeah. and stuff but giantism i mean the plates are still open and you could just keep growing so those bones will keep getting longer like the femur and all that it is treatable nowadays they could do radiation or surgery or even some medications but marianne might have had problems with this diagnosis she might have had diabetes high blood pressure heart disease sleep apnea arthritis and just about anything with joints or muscles. It all kind of goes together hand in hand. So she didn't have the opportunity to prevent it. It causes hands and feet to become very large. Lips, nose, tongue become larger. Bone changes in the long jaw, like a long jaw or forehead, bigger nose, bridge. Spaces even between the teeth. Uh. Skin becomes very thick. There's more sweat, there's more skin odor, and there's more skin tags. Mary's appearance made it harder and harder for her to support her and her kids. So she ended up going to a contest called the Ugliest Woman Contest, which I think is just wrong. She won out of 250 other UK Ugliest Women. There's a lot of ugly women. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Um, the and I, you know, to be honest, she looks manly, but I don't think she's like that ugly. Yeah, I mean, obviously, ugly is in the eye of beholder, but yeah, exactly. Like the mule faced woman, uh, that's shocking. Yeah, her, she's not shocking, but okay. So, the advertisement for the contest said wanted ugliest woman, nothing repulsive, which would have been the other lady. Wow, Mar- maimed. Nothing repulsive, maimed, or disfigured. Okay. She's just ugly. That's... Good pay, guaranteed, long engagement for successful applicants. Send a photograph. I feel like it's like modern day, send me a sex pic. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Send me a send picture me your of your ugly face. Some, yeah, that's like a, anyway. So she did, and like she was beautiful at one point, but she became very manly looking. She ended up going to America to work for Barnum and Bailey Circus. They talked Aww. her into it. She later went on to appear in Coney Island's Dreamland sideshow. She was only about 154 pounds and 5'7". So she didn't have giantism. Small lady, yeah. But she probably was not 5'7 when she started out. Yeah. 
And she had a size 11 shoe and size 25 wow. hands. I don't know hand sizes. I didn't know hand sizes yeah. either. But 25. Small, medium, large. Yeah. That's what the gloves come in. I don't know. But maybe that's different in the UK. At one point, she fell for a giraffe keeper. And I thought you were going to stop at giraffe. <laughs> I think that's ironic, though. I think this is moving on to another and, realm. Well, so she got, you know, right? That's for a different podcast. <laughs> she got a makeover, but as the saying, saying goes, I'm already regretting saying this. You can't put lipstick on a pig. <laughs> I feel bad for saying sh- I shouldn't say that. Or as my dad always says, you can't polish a turd. Yes, you can. This takes a you lot can't. of work. How? <laughs> I think you know this from experience. <laughs> you know, I've had my share of wipes. Okay, I've, I've done my hospital time. So she, she said, "Well, I guess I better get back to work because it didn't really improve much. It looked like a man putting on makeup, I guess." Yeah. I don't know whatever happened to the giraffe keeper. They never said. Hmm. He probably was like, "Ah, forget it." She doesn't. Anyway, I don't know what happened to the draft guy. She died at 59, probably due to complications of the disease. But she died happy knowing that her children grew up well. She was very proud of them. She would give out pictures. Like I told you, she didn't like to be photographed, but she like she would give pictures of. Well, no, that was the other lady didn't like photographs. But this lady would give out photographs of herself with her children. All very normal looking, all, you know. One of them worked for the uh, UK Navy. What is that called? The Royal Navy? Royal Navy, yeah. So she, oh yeah, you're a Navy girl. So he, she was very proud of him. All the, all the children had everything they needed. She was able to provide money to put them through good lives. She was buried in South London where she wanted to be um, buried. Which is kind of like usually carnival people aren't buried where they want to be buried right. or they're subjected they to aren't treated like yeah. real people even after death. But her, so she she didn't have something that was so crazy. I mean, it's rare, but it's not like it's some crazy some kind disorder. of disfiguring right. type of thing. So I did see a billing of both of those women, and it said strange people, and it had. The little bio for each of them, which I, so at some point they must have worked together. Yeah. And they, they both were in the U.S. at the, around the same time. So I think that was kind of cool. Okay. In 2000, Hallmark, the card maker, uh-huh. made a poor judgment Uh-oh. by using, and you know, I'm a card maker. Uh-oh. I love making cards. So I, I always feel like going. Hallmark is like a horrible, it's my competition, right? So I don't feel bad about saying this one. Yeah. They thought, well, they made a poor judgment by using her image as a joke in a card. Oh, no. That's terrible. A doctor complained about about it because they were making fun of a woman that had an illness. Yeah. It wasn't that she was just ugly. She had an illness that caused that. And they said, oh, we didn't know she wasn't just ugly we didn't know she had an illness okay so that makes it okay (sighs) how does that make that it's still not okay yeah so they didn't stop 
They didn't recall, I should say. They didn't make a recall to get the cards back. Yeah. But they did stop production. Okay. And I hope that people weren't out buying that card because that's ridiculous. I hope not too. Let's talk about Jack Earl. He was born in 1906. I don't know where. I tried to find that, but I couldn't figure it out. By the time he was 10, he was six feet tall. Wow. Three years later, he grew another foot. Oh, my God. Yes. He was seven feet tall at 13. Wow. He fi- His final height is debatable. They said it ranges somewhere between 7.7 inches and 8 feet point six inches. Wow. That's incredible. That's a big dude. So like Marianne, he had acromegaly, but it was giantism. Mm-hmm. So the difference is his started in childhood, obviously. He was an actor until he got injured. He fell off a ladder doing some movie. He did like giant... What did he need a ladder for? Jack and the Beanstalk kind of movies. Oh, okay. He was was tight cast. (laughs) Sounds like it. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so he did something he swore he was never going to do. Join a circus. Uh. Yeah. The Ringling... (laughs) <laughs> I wrote ring. It was supposed to be Ringling Brothers, but you know, autocorrect said Ringling Boss. <laughs> yeah, autocorrect doesn't but know what it's talking about. That's kind about. of like maybe it does because they are the boss, right? No, they're not. They suck. They're the boss. Well, they don't use animals anymore. So yeah, there was a lot of controversy back then about how they treated their animals. But it, we're not. But this is not a. I don't want to talk about that. So he joined the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus Freak Show. He was even taller than the giant they had already had. Wow. Another performer, a dwarf named Harry Dahl, said not to worry because he was a little anxious about it. Because I told you, he did not want to join it. He said not to worry because there were more freaks in the audience than there were in the sideshow. Yeah, I believe it. He worked with another dwarf named Major Might, Clarence Chesterfield Hooverton. Who was only two feet, two inches. What? Yep. He worked in sideshows for 14 years. Um, Earl did. Okay. Not the little Mike guy. Oh, okay. He, but he worked with that guy. He, he, he would work with people that were dwarfs or really short so that it would be a even more dramatic comparison. Yeah. Because, yeah, being tall. I figured that's why. I mean, obviously. Yeah. I, shoot. Standing next to him in a, in a little tent would yeah. be enough. But nope. They had to add the drama of a two-foot, two-inch guy. Of course. And they seemed to get along pretty well. So he retired and tried the life of a traveling salesman selling wine for Roma Wine Company. Huh. Yeah. Door-to-door, door-to-door wine door. salesman. Yeah. That's probably the it only thing It reminds me of the elephant door-to-door. man who tried to do door-to-door salesman. Yeah. It's like all you're going to see is this tall guy go, yeah. uh. But he's holding wines. So. Yeah, but, you know, Come wine on. makes everything better. He died when he was only 46 wow. in 1952. That's That was probably pretty typical of acromegaly. Probably there's, yeah, gigantism. it sounds like it because it causes so many other issues yeah. with other organs, like the other lady, that you don't exactly know what they could have died from. It could yeah. have been a number of things. So I'm going to put pictures of all of them okay. on the Instagram when this episode goes up and... Yeah, so that's this week's 
Step right up episode. Cool. I like it. There'll be more next in two weeks. Yeah. All right. So catch you next week for another true medical crime. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's mental vacation from your current life. If you did and are curious for more, please subscribe. Before you go, if you have anything to add to today's show, or you have a topic that you think is worthy of dissection, please reach out on dissectingmedicalhistory.com or Instagram on dissectingmedicalhistory. Thank you, and stay curious.